0: welcome to another episode of the collapsing game shelf podcast a podcast by a group of cave people with way too many board games i'm tom the gatherer and i'm joined by your
1: local mason justin cave craftsman adam
2: and the guardian debbie
0: today we are going to be talking about paleo paleo is described as a modern fad diet consisting of foods thought by its proponents to mirror those eaten during the paleolithic oh this is the wrong shit i'm on the wrong tab uh, we are a board game <laughs> podcast, and we are going to be talking about Paleo, a board game. This, I mean, it's pretty pretty similar. You have Hunt Mammoth, so it's it's pretty pretty close, I guess. Paleo is a cooperative board game where you all take uh, control of um, groups of. Groups of people, you all control groups of people. You're all working together as tribes of uh, cave people trying to survive through various missions and or um, missions scenarios. I think they're called. I think they're called scenarios. Uh, but uh, this is uh, this is this is a game that Adam had picked. Uh, don't, none of us none of us own it, and he wanted to play it because it is a, a nominee for. Please just say it, because I can't. I don't know. If I'll
1: uh, the Kennerspiel DRS, so the advanced game of the year at. The, what, Spiel der at uh, the, the Essen Game Fest. Jeez, I can't even. The
0: most pre- pre- prestigious of all game awards, uh, you know, it's like. One of about seven so this is the one that people tend to gravitate towards and if you sort of get one of the multi there's more than one category but if you win it then your sales they they go through the roof and you might be on the shelves of walmart and stuff so none of us own this game i uh, usually we play games uh that we own but uh this uh A- adam likes to uh buck the trend and uh play stuff that uh is is uh, he's on an award circuit kick i think right now so uh Uh, We tried, tried this one on tabletopia, um, which is where you can, where you can give it a shot. Uh, if you, if you want to, uh, it's completely free at this point. Uh, there's no premium on it and it's, I guess it's their, they, they even have it on their website. Like go check it out on tabletopia. So if you're interested after you listen to this, you can go check it out. Um, Paleo. So I'm going to read a description from the, uh, from Board Game Geek. Normally we do ones off the back of the box, but as I was, uh, perusing for a, a picture of it, uh, all, all that I could find was in not English. So I'm going to go ahead and read the, uh, read the, a couple of first, first couple of paragraphs here on Board Game Geek. Paleo is a cooperative adventure game set in the stone age, a game in which players try to keep the human beings in their care alive while completing missions. Sometimes you'll need fur, sometimes a tent, but these are all minor quests compared to your long-term goal. Painting a woolly mammoth on the wall so that humans thousands of years later will know that you once existed. Okay, well, you just think that painting a mammoth is pretty cool. Preserving a record of your past existence is just gravy. What might keep you from painting that mammoth? Death in all its many forms. That is the first couple of paragraphs. Wow, that is Oof, grim, uh, but not uh, not not wrong. Uh, this is a, this is a game where uh, you, I mean, our playthrough we had a had a couple of people kick the old bucket. Um, so this is a, as I mentioned before, this is a cooperative game, but it comes with a lot of little pieces. Um, the reason it's in the, uh, the it's in the Kenner Spiel um, category is that it is a more complicated game uh, than 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 some of the other ones that you can find. Um, it is essentially a card-based game, so there's going to be like just a, a shit ton of cards. Uh, but uh, these are going to be these are going to be in different flavors. You're going to have uh, people. You got people cards. You've got things called dream cards, and you've got tools that you can build. And these are the three types of cards that are sort of sitting off to the side in your little. Cave where you're going to be like sharing food and junk. Uh, alongside those, there's going to be secrets, ooh, as well as uh, as missions, um, and these will become important and interesting later in the game. Um, and the the main driver of this game is this uh, deck comprised of um, scenario cards. So when you start a game of Paleo, and the, you know, forgive me if I get any of this wrong because this is all pretty obscured from you when you play it on Tabletopia. But when you start a game of uh, Paleo, you're going to pick a couple of scenario decks, and you're going to like uh, like separate out the secret cards and the mission cards and the tools and stuff that you're going to be using for these, and you're going to also grab the like numbered cards from the various uh from the various decks and sort of shuffling those all together. Um, you're going to have uh, a different cards. I'm just going to click through here. Uh, yeah, so the meat of the game is consisting of these different types of cards, which you're going to uh, sort of make into one big Uber deck and they are going to be consisting of like, there's they have different backs on them, which is kind of weird when you're shuffling them all together. So the deck that you end up with is going to have just like different stuff all over it. Um, and it's going to have like pictures of trees, campfires, rivers, mountains, um thorns and stuff and the way this game works is that at the beginning of every round you're going to shuffle up uh, all of the cards that are uh included in your scenarios you're going to divide those evenly up amongst uh, all of your uh, players so if you're playing with uh four people you might decide to go with four groups of of um of cave people and they're going to be like they they'll have four different tribes you can also split this up so that you know two people are controlling one tribe and two people are controlling the other depending on how hard you want it to be because i think the number of people you have does have an impact on what happens needless to say you separate out the cards and then everyone's going to have a big deck of these like semi-random events and uh, you're going to shuffle those up, and everyone's going to have those, and everyone's going to start the game with two cave people in their group. And what you're going to do at the beginning of every turn is everyone is going to draw the top three cards and leave them face down in front of them. And uh, and simultaneously, everyone is going to uh, confer and make a decision on which one of these cards you are going to play now and which two are you are going to continue and which two you are going to put back on top of your deck. This is interesting because uh, when you when you have them face down, you you, don't, you know, I mean you don't know what they are, but because the backs are all different, you have a bit of a clue. Um, so like woodland uh, woodland cards have usually wood in them as well as they might have some game that you can hunt uh rivers often have game but maybe they have stone sometimes mountains you almost always have stone and like the the thorny ones are always bad um so to so kind of avoid those and there's like the fire is is good because that's the one where you're, you're you go home and you try to like make more get yeah, make more people get more people however it works and uh and so You're going to confer and you're going to all decide simultaneously which one of these you're going to keep and which one you're going to put back because I might want to do something based on what everyone else is doing. So maybe I need more stone, but maybe I also might have to help somebody else, but... Either way, you're going to all pick a card and then flip it over and then everyone has you have to decide what the hell to do because sometimes what you thought was just going to get you uh, wood is actually a bear and the bear's not happy with you and you might have to fight off the bear. So um, while you have an idea of what's going on in each one of these, it is never for sure what you're going to flip over, at least for like the first time you go through. After everyone has discovered what their, uh, what their thing is, you sort of go through and figure out you know are we able to do all of these different things so my thing might be i have to have access to two craftsmen and i'll be able to like you know knock down a tree and get some wood if i happen to have two craftsmen available to me i can do that but usually this also costs you like cards off the top of the deck of cards that you have and so you know if you discard cards from there then you won't have those cards to be able to draw and play later in the round if you start discarding hazard cards you'll start to take damage and damage is generally bad and and each one of these cards is going to have a few different options on it. So normally like in my example of the tree cutting one, there might be one where it's like, Oh, if you have two guys that have this symbol and you discard two cards off the top of your deck, you'll get three wood. But if you don't have those two guys, maybe you discard one card and you get one wood or almost all of these have the ability to help somebody else. And so that, that is where a lot of the decision-making comes in because maybe I'm not able to do, or it's not advantageous to do the things that I have on my card I can maybe provide my workers or my craftspeople to someone else in order to aid them completing their thing. And so in this way, everyone is working together and cooperating in trying to collect food and get uh, things to craft and have ideas so that you can craft stuff. So you don't necessarily know how to build an axe, but maybe you have a great idea where you're like, oh, sharp rock plus stick equals axe. My God, here we go. We're doing it. We're making tools now, and that'll let you chop down trees a little bit easier and maybe fight off a mammoth or some shit. But in general, you are trying to, uh, you know, sort of survive every round because at the end of the round, you have to feed all your people. Each person that you have eats a food and also like there are missions that are set out depending on what scenario you're in. And those are generally going to also take like food and or other resources to be able to uh, satisfy them. And uh, in the game we played, if you don't satisfy them, you get a skull. And if you get five skulls, you you lose just straight off the bat. Right off the bat, that's how you say that. Uh, and uh, and if you get and there like there's like a lot of ways to get skulls, like just you know fucking up the missions, letting your people die because if they get too many wounds, then they they die and you lose a guy, and then you you put a skull down, and it doesn't take long until you've got four little bastards staring at you. Uh, the goal of the game is to complete, uh, the woolly mammoth painting that you've got. So, like, surviving each day is your, your... Inter is is your short term to being able to get to the cards and the secrets and stuff that allow you to basically score five victory points and each card that has the victory points on them just has like a picture of a sliver of that woolly mammoth painting and anytime you're able to satisfy the requirement for doing that you get to slap that little little uh, piece of painting right onto the board there and uh, oh it feels so good snapping that in and, and you're one step closer and if you ever get to five of those you win. Um, and yeah, you just basically follow what's on your cards to, to do what you need to do. Um, you know, there's a lot of symbols, so it's, I'm not going to go over everything, but like you can craft stuff that's on your idea workbench as long as you have the tools available or the resources available Um, there's a bunch of items that all do different things so some of them prevent damage some of them help you uh, craft stuff some of them give you one of the like three icons that you need to be able to do a lot of the stuff in the game and you're just going through and trying to survive each day Um, and then once once you get through each day and you've presumably not lost because if you can't feed people that's the other way you can get uh, skulls so for every person that goes hungry you get a skull so you know make sure you got lots of food by killing as many mammoths as you possibly can um, after the end of each day you take all the cards that you haven't completely trashed you shuffle them all back up and deal them out as randomly and as even as randomly whew, as e- as evenly as you possibly can amongst your players and then you get right back to it um, and yeah, so you're just going through, cooperating, trying to, uh, get, like, pick which, uh, which card you want, getting more resources, trying to dig through your decks to try to find where those, uh, sweet, sweet mammoth paintings are. And once you get five of those, you're done and you're golden and, uh, yeah that's that's pretty much it like there's a lot of stuff going on here there's a few um uh like each scenario i think comes with a different set of secrets which are like uh spicy little additions to the game which i'm not going to spoil because they're pretty fun Uh, but basically there's like one or two cards in a deck that will indicate to you that like if you succeed at this thing you get to flip over the secret card and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not very good and it hurts (laughs) Um, but yeah, so there's a, there's a lot of things to like. I think there's A to J scenarios, which, um, that's, that's more than four. So that's, you know, there's a lot going on there. Um, you can't play all of them on Tabletopia. I think, uh, it doesn't allow you to do the ones that it describes as, uh, crushingly difficult. Uh, so, you know, you still got to be able to, you still got to buy the game to see if you can go all the way with Paleo. Um, but yeah, so, um. That's pretty much the overview. There is a, there is quite a lot going on. It's not as hard to understand once you start playing, but there was a few times that we had to go back and forth with the rules. So, uh, did I miss anything super important?
1: Uh, you did mention that you 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 take two of those modules and you mash them together, right? So there's
3: so you can play like a plus b, a plus c, a plus d, b plus c, b plus d, etc. etc. Yeah, they have like a list of recommended combinations, but. There's the option to just do whatever you want.
1: Fair enough. Yeah, no, that's that's,
3: that's her. That's, yeah, that's the that's game. It.
0: And, um, you know, I, I really like co-op games. This was no different. I quite enjoyed it. The art is uh, at times funny and uh, it's, you know, I like the stylized uh, stylized appearance of everything. Um, it is, you know, one thing that I think I've complained about before is that like playing these games online is, you know, it's a real bear sometimes and uh this one was <laughs> no different on tabletopia and so like there's a little bit of the coloring of my experience because it, it took us like two hours to plan and i don't think it probably should have taken that long considering that most of it was spent like fiddling around trying to pick up more than one card and stuff like that
3: yeah i i feel like that doubled our time because it recommends 45 to 60 minutes i mean that's that sounds right, right.
0: And, I mean, this was our first you know? game, so there's a little bit of, like, back and forth. But, man, like, oh, sure. not, it is not fun, like, trying to fight your interface to be able to play these games. It's uh, <laughs> it's not a good sign when I'm asking if there's a tabletop sim version of a game because, like, it's just easier to pick up cards and stuff on that. But, I mean, you, you use what you have.
3: Yeah, it's, I, I guess it's like learning any system. First time you get into it, it's a pain in the ass. But sometimes they, they're, they're, there's, there's some ease of life things that, you know. You really got to yeah,
0: consider. I, I'm sorry to all of my customers that have had to put up with all of my terrible UI decisions over the years. I'm sorry. This is my this is my <laughs> official apology.
3: Right? Yeah. It, it it worked great when I was using it. I never thought twice about it.
0: I thought this was a pretty good game. Yeah. Um, lot of lot of little things going on. Uh, you know the the working together aspect. I was like, I, I thought it was pretty pretty fun. The secrets were interesting. Um, yeah, I, it's it's enjoyable. I'd, I'd really like to try it in person because I feel like there's some something missing from uh from the experience when you're having to like fight table topia or tabletop sim or whatever and I'd really like just to you know play with the cards and stuff they they're very pretty and and everything is like really nicely laid out and like when you look at the what they give you um there's like a standee where all of your tools your ideas go onto and stuff which I think would be really nice it's like nice and vertical so you get to put your stuff out anyway um it, yeah I had I had a really good time with this one um I I don't know I don't know if I'd rush out and grab it, but I definitely would like to try it again. And I I really like the idea that there are like multiple scenarios involved. Um, it did seem like our victory came out of nowhere because I feel like we were doing very bad, and then all of a sudden we won the game, which, which seemed which seemed weird. So I'm a little slightly put mm. off by how the like uh how the goal is like you know find these five victory points as opposed to there being like a uh you know a goal that changes through every scenario but i, I quite enjoyed how um you know you have to you know in this in this a and b scenario you really got to worry about getting food getting pelts and building tents and if you could get yourself to be really good at those things there was a good chance you were gonna gonna make it through so i thought it was really interesting a uh, very neat design um i'd like to try it again i think it's a uh, is a pretty good Good.
3: I think one of the one of the things that I really like about this game is that it's it's it it has a very subtle narrative experience. Like there's a little story kind of of survival running behind the whole thing. Because I mean, just like you said, Tom, like it kind of felt like we were doing really bad, and but just managed to squeak out a victory. And for a lot of games, like kind of the co-op or story-driven games, I I find that when they work with a sort of arbitrary end game system, it just feels very sudden. It's like, oh, but I was just getting all this stuff and all of a sudden, oh, the, the game ends and just put everything back and yeah, we don't really care about your little story. I, th- I think I felt that about, it was about like the dig or the hole or the pit. I forgot. It was it was a, that series of games. But anyways, that's besides the point. In this, I find it very subtle because it's kind of built into the secrets and it makes sense. It's, you know, you're just some, you know, you know paleolithic people. Trying to survive, hunting mammoths, which are real big and scary, and you're probably going to need all your friends to come out and, you know, kill this thing. And when you kill it, like, it goes into the graveyard. You'll never find that mammoth again. Like, it's it's dead. You, you killed it. You got the meat and the stuff from it. But That just means that there's one less mammoth going out in the future to, to find, and you know that it's going to be harder and harder to, to try to make ends meet and i i just think that tells like a really kind of interesting story about kind of like a scarcity and the hunter-gatherer experience and i just find it very very compelling uh, without it trying to shove it down your throat with like now go to page six of the <laughs> secret book and read passage four uh it you know it, it tells that it tells that story without you know shoving it down your throat. I just find that very, very interesting. And I also like the secrets. Um, I, I don't want to like, I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, I'll just kind of make up my own and hope it's not actually in there. But it could be something as simple as, you know, you find a uh, a bear cub and, oh, uh, you, you kill it because, you know, it's got good meat, it's got a pelt, Uh, But then all of a sudden, you know, you're going to have to contend with a very unhappy bear mother. And so the next secret in that pile might be the very angry, you know, bear mother that is uh you know not not happy with you and it's going to be very hard to kill or and it's going to be stuck in your deck hunting you and uh so it it kind of has that little consequence thing that it's like oh shit yeah maybe we shouldn't have done that (laughs) uh but uh at the time hey we we needed to make ends meet we didn't want another skull going in there we needed to feed all our people so uh yeah i'm just gonna off this bear cub
0: seemed like a good idea at the time
3: yeah i think that it, it, it i mean it did we were hungry right and uh i just i love that little narrative story experience i'm not exactly sure if i'm using the correct term but without it you know being a uh like a, a story game where it has to like read you a choose your own adventure novel like it it's it's subtle it's there and it's only there if you can kind of see it uh, it, it doesn't uh, it's not it's not beating you over the head about it and i i just uh yeah that, that's my favorite part about the game i think
0: yeah i agree with that for sure i i really like the secrets they were a, a really nice addition just because they made sense right like you do this thing and you're like oh
1: yeah, I guess this is the consequence Ooh. of doing the thing. You
0: mean my actions have consequences? Oh, no. <laughs>
1: that's that's absolutely one of the coolest parts of this game is that, you know, actions do have consequences and just like Justin said, you know, if you if you go and kill a mammoth, I mean that that mammoth is gone. You're you're not going to get that mammoth back. So you will need to go hunt other mammoth and there's only so many mammoth out there. So If you manage to kill off, you know, a bunch of mammoths or you get stuck in a position where, you know, you you just you can't. You're like, oh, you know, we don't have we don't have enough people here or whatever. You know, we don't we don't have the right resources to actually be able to hunt a mammoth effectively or properly. I mean, you will starve because that is what would happen. (laughs) You know, you you're. You can't just call up Taco Bell and be like, "Yo, can I have the the Quesalupa platter sent over through DoorDash?" You know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> it's the, the 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 consequence mechanic in this is fantastic. Um the fact that you, you know, like the secret mechanic i uh, um, I'm just going to say it, you know, again is is incredible. It's smart, it's well done. You you do something and you know, sometimes you do something that seems kind of just whatever, like it seems very mediocre. And then it's like, oh, well, on top of getting the the designed reward, you also get this secret. And I mean, sometimes you end up like, oh, what I've done is actually it's actually really friggin cool. Again, I'm trying to talk around any sort of spoilers here. Um, and and then at the same time, of course, sometimes you do something that you think is is kind of whatever and then it ends up what what you've done is quite poor for the tribe without really knowing it. Um the art style in this is fun. It looks nice. It it kind of has a very man, I, like I don't, I don't even know like how to how to explain it. It just has a very nice
2: Playful,
1: yeah. It, it is a very playful look to it. I, I totally agree with that. It's it's not it's not like full on chibi cartoony. Um, it's not it's not full on. You know, like this war of mine where it's very serious and and that sort of stuff. Like it's it's somewhere it's lighthearted, which which I appreciate out of this game. This one this one really I can see why it's on the Kennerspiel list now. I'm um, I'm just looking. So just a quick aside, I was kind of surprised because it is awards season and I am definitely looking at what games are are being nominated, especially for the, the, the Spiel des Jahres, which is the game of the year. Uh, and I noticed that like Gloomhaven Jaws the Lion was on the list, but didn't make it to the finalists that are actually being judged. And I thought that that was quite interesting because of just the absolute board gaming behemoth that is Gloomhaven. So when I look at it, and then I look at the three games that that have been uh, actually pushed to nomination, which are Lost Ruins of Arnak, Fantasy Realms, and Paleo. I, uh, you know, it it immediately sets it in my mind that's like I need to know more about these games because all three of these games got chosen over Gloomhaven, which is one of my favorite games of all time ever so if it's if it's beating out kind of gloomhaven light which is which is what a lot of people talk about jaws of the lion being then this game has to have some pretty serious chops in order to to be able to beat gloomhaven out and i i definitely after playing paleo i can, I can see it like i can absolutely see why this game is up for an award like it it is challenging and You do kind of feel like you win out of nowhere, but that's uh, like I I feel that we that I've had a similar experience playing games like, you know, any sort of cooperative game like Pandemic or Flashpoint or something like that, where, you know, you can like I I definitely feel that when we were going into the turn that we did win or the round, I guess, that we that we did win the game on. It was like. We we were kind of sitting here talking amongst the table and being like, look, we got to we need to pull up our socks here because we are we are sitting on the precipice of having we have four skulls, which means if we get one more skull, we lose. And when we started that, quote unquote, day, because that's the, the whole concept is you play, you do all, all these actions and it it shows your tribe like going out and foraging and blah, 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 blah. And that's and you keep going until everyone goes to sleep and then when you go to sleep you you feed everyone and then go to bed and then you know blah 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 reset the decks etc cetera, etc cetera. um and we were like look we we need two pieces of this of this mammoth painting before we get one skull and a bunch of our a bunch of our cave people were pretty beat up um you know not long for the world kind of thing and we're like man we got to make some some pretty slick decisions and and again we were playing a plus b which is the the very first set of scenarios it's the what i would assume would be kind of the tutorial or introductory scenarios this was this was really really good and i'm i'm glad that i got a chance to play this aren't you debbie
2: yes so i have the real life um sound effects i have two mammoths currently oh Oh, they ran away. Okay, this is good. Good timing. So, I agree. I think that this game was um, a lot of fun. I think uh, you can very easily kind of fall into a uh, into the hole of playing your own game, and I think that that's potentially where we ended up, or how we ended up, kind of in the in the pickle we were in, um, is because we really did. I think everybody was. Kind of just like uh, exploring the game, I guess, is a, is a way to say it. So everybody was kind of trying to see, you know, what all these different aspects and different kinds of cards, what they do and what kind of things would come your way. And um, a whole like a, a lot of just solo play esque decisions, I think. Um, once we got to this point where we realized that it really, you know, we weren't long for the world, as Adam says. Um, I think that that's when we all kind of stopped and said, okay, like, you know, we really need to choose what we're doing. We um, need
1: to start playing as a tribe instead of a yeah. bunch of individuals.
2: <laughs> exactly. Like, you, 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 we really do need to stop and, and think about what we're doing because um, what ended up happening is we, we had people kind of, um, Almost flipping competing cards. And when you start to see the resources and the, and what goes into, uh, the success of a card, you realize that you more often than not, I'd say, especially for the first three quarters of the game, more often than not, you can't do anything by yourself. Like you have to have somebody go with you. And, you know, when two or three people are taking cards that are kind of going to essentially take you out of the, out of the running to help, yeah, you're not really doing a huge favor to everybody. And I don't think any of us really intended on doing that. I think that that was just like a very, um, Kind of a, a a discovery piece for us on our own, just to to understand what the game um, was like, what it was giving us, what kind of options we had, things like that. So it it definitely has this very interesting aspect where you can get lost in trying to play your own game, um, and that will you will be punished for that. I mean. <laughs> I make it sound like I'm trying to tell you that I will punish you. I will not. The game will, I assure you. Um, <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun. Like, I, I really actually quite enjoyed it. Um, when Adam told me that this is the game that he was picking, I was, you know, I mean, I wasn't salty about it. Uh-huh. I gave him a little mm-hmm. bit of attitude about it, I think. uh <laughs> And it was, I, I mean, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, you know, like, why don't we play one of the millions of games that we actually have that we've never played before? Um, but, you know, there's there's a lot to be said for discovering new games, too. So I take it back. I apologize. I admit my wrongdoings. And the scoreboard uh, <laughs> shows. Like I said, I, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really what this podcast is about. No. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm
1: I'm I'm not going to lie. If like the next opportunity I have to pick a game during <laughs> award season, there's two more games that have been nominated for the Kenner Spiel, and you know, like I said, both of those games are 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 two of the reasons why Jaws of the Lion isn't isn't nominated for the Kenner Spiel. So I want to know why 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 <laughs> what, what makes these games more award worthy or or what have you, than, than Jaws of the Lion.
2: You sound personally offended by this. I'm not
1: personally offended by it at all. Like I, like I <laughs> said, I'm, I'm sure that there's a reason. And if this, if, if the games that like the games that were nominated, like there's a very, there's a very large panel of, of judges and people involved in making these decisions. And they made this decision for a reason. And yeah. I just want to, I just want to explore. I want to see what they see. They obviously see something and, and, and therefore, I want to know. I want to know what it is.
3: You want to see what the people see? Exactly.
2: You want to approve, I think. I think it's your approval. Sure. No, but it's, I, I mean, it, it was a lot of fun. I Did I anticipate it to be that fun? No. I uh, I don't know. I just kind of, I think I expected it to be a lot like, um, um, man, what is that game? Uh, Stone Age? Sapiens. I thought oh, it was a lot of, like, oh, sapiens. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In like What's a very, one? you were away when we played sapiens. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of, yeah, I, I don't know. I anticipated that that's kind of where it would fall just in a very kind of fun esque way. Nothing really that special. Um, but they did, you know, they came up with a lot of very cool aspects that I, you know, I haven't seen done before and. I don't know. They were just, they were very interesting. It was very, it's a very well-made game and I, yeah, I kudos to them. Cause it's, it's definitely well done. Not that my kudos are important.
0: Oh, your kudos are very, very important. They're very important. When, when we start yeah, doing our so. own awards, like, uh, I mean, we'll have to find a fifth person to break ties or something, but like, you know,
3: we'll also need to come up with a name, the
1: CGS awards, obviously
0: should be something in Dutch.
1: Oh Lord! Ooh. What I don't well, know. What's we'll have to, anyways.
0: <laughs> we'll have to come up it with sound something like, wow. like fa- fancy and European, but really, it's just from a bunch of schlebs in friggin' Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah. It's like, why did you call it this? I don't know. It seemed like a good idea at the time. It sounds exotic.
1: It does.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: that's funny. <laughs> you need to hand out big windmills to people. It'd be great. <laughs> be that would be some... amazing.
1: <laughs> and tulips hell is this yes. sticker on
0: here weird <laughs> uh, Love it. Yeah. what else what else did we cover I'm trying to think uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is a complicated piece of equipment although like it, it uh what i like about this game like and why i think maybe it's um you know it when we talk about the the the, the spiel right it's like they have a set of criteria and and i think one of those and i mean the the can't the, the the one that this 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 category is like for the more advanced stuff so i think they're a little bit looser but like it is very easy to follow you know it's an easy game to play and explain and like one, one thing i really appreciate about a lot of these um about games like uh, you know when they have a lot of rules and stuff and a lot of things going on is like just limiting your options somewhat so i mean I think it's just the the ease of which you, you know, you, you grab three cards off and your decision is, like, which one of these am I going to go with? And then you just have to deal with the consequences, right? Like, it really focuses you into discrete moments of what you're trying to do and like if all else fails you just sort of focus on getting food because you're always going to need food right and uh or and and yeah i I think that's probably for my best guess because i haven't played jaws of the lion um is is that it probably ends up being just that much simpler but like a really nice experience that it probably tends to grade higher on things like that because i imagine that you know gloomhaven's not for the faint of heart for sure because there's a lot going on there's a lot of administration True. that you have to deal with whereas like i imagine playing this game in person like it's because it is simultaneous and cooperative and you know all the information's out there i think it in person it's pretty snappy like our game took two hours but i mean that's that's pretty good for like a first playthrough of a reasonably complicated game on a shitty platform like tabletopia that's right and i'd call on you out make it make it Make it wow. Oh God. God, it's just just painful. Boom. Anyway, um yeah, it, you know, it, I I that's my guess is that it's just a little bit more streamlined and, you know, I th- I think you know, weirdly we've been playing a lot of games about cave people. So, I mean, it's good that they managed to find more more in that in that space cuz I I mean, it's I mean I'm not going to say it's an interesting part of history. It was probably pretty goddamn bleak, but you know, it's a it's an interesting thing to explore. I mean, sapiens kind of had, I don't know, some weird magic rock stuff going on there as well. And this keeps it, you know, pretty pretty normal, right? Like you're just you're just hunting bears and stuff. Well, not bears. I don't think we we didn't kill any bears, right? I think I got mauled by a wolf once.
1: I don't think so. A wolf, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, wild, boar. wild
1: boar. Anyway, wild it's, all, boar.
0: it's all like oh, yeah, you know, yeah. pretty normal stuff. So, uh, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was really really good. And I mean, like I said, that's probably my guess as to why it you know ranks higher than something like Gloomhaven, just because it's a little bit easier to follow.
1: Now, Definitely. thematically, would you you know g- g- just 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 to play uh, you know devil's advocate, I guess. But thematically, would you rather it be about something like, I don't know, zombies? Because we haven't seen enough of those well, that's recently. What I, that's what I mean.
3: Like, no, probably Good. not. Yeah,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> like, please, no more fucking zombie games or TV shows or comic books or
3: everything has to do with zombies. That that rock has been wrung dry.
2: <laughs> I think I think it's relatable, right? Like I think that there's a there's a realistic aspect to it that it kind of creates a, a different uh, mentality around it um, because you can understand. Like I mean, everybody's kind of heard about you know evolution and and cavemen and blah, 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 right? Like everybody's kind of heard of it and understands the aspect of it. And I think that this is a little more kind of realistic and like I said, relatable versus I, you know, sun demons and zombies and kind of all this other stuff, right? Like, I think it's, I I think that there is a bit of a a shift towards utilizing um, stuff that can be you know yeah. kind of a little more related to and you can kind of get a little more of that interesting um immersion experience in a sense for sure for sure it's it's like extreme camping <laughs> 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 camping on
3: hard mode <laughs> like yeah yeah pa- the paleolithic <laughs> the paleolithic people uh period and so that's extreme camping
1: that's yeah okay well yeah man you know i i see as so though we're, we're at the summer and, you know, we still kind of need to be slightly socially distant and shit like that. I, I definitely, uh, on my summer to-do list is definitely camping on nightmare mode. Like, you know,
3: Yeah. You know. Grab a sharp rock and go try to fight an elephant.
1: Oh perfect.
3: Yeah, it's
0: okay. Yeah, this <laughs> game's a lot like parks, if uh, parks were constantly trying to kill you. Parks,
3: yeah, I yeah. love that game. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, yeah. In relation to parks, yeah. Go grab a, a sharp rock and go try to fight a bison. In, in every
0: national park across America.
3: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds like such a great summer. <laughs> this sounds like <laughs> such
1: a great summer. I'll uh I'll see you guys God, in, be, in September, you'll be so I guess.
0: <laughs> Maybe. No, you'll be so you'll, dead. All, you'll either be dead or jacked by the end of it.
1: That's it. Yeah. One of the two.
0: <laughs> can <Could> you imagine? Go <laughs> uh. to one of those big mad beards. Huh? It'd be great. It'd be hilarious.
1: All right. New new live streaming uh, content
3: coming at you <laughs> <Yeah>. hot.
0: <laughs> I'm so scared. I can yeah. hear the howling.
3: That's it. It's
2: like Blair Witch. Adam's
3: a uh, version of Naked and Afraid. That's it.
2: Adam's sitting there on stream. So street, good. Like Blair Witch style with the... Camera coming up his nose. Him scared. His little toque. I don't know what to do, guys. Just
0: big snot dangles coming out of his out of his mouth. Oh, gross! <laughs> oh, oh no!
1: <laughs> oh no!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking behind them. There's an Arby's. Like
3: <laughs> <laughs> extreme that, that, that's, urban. Camping. That's why framing your shot is very important. That's it, yeah, yeah. I'm just in a Walmart parking
1: lot somewhere, oh no. <laughs>
3: All right, uh, uh, breaking
0: this back around uh, to uh, start up some review times. Um, so my review is a binary keep or not keep scale, except when people keep throwing games that I don't own at me. Uh, if I did own this game, I would definitely keep it around. I'm a co-op nut. I like co-op games. I think they're great. Um, if I had this, I wouldn't throw it away. I mean, I, I imagine that there's probably some sort of diminishing returns once you've like gone through A to J but that's still quite a bit of game and i don't think that should be something to shy uh, to shy away from um you know it the theme is accessible the game is like fairly straightforward i think it's a it, it would be a good addition um since it's pretty new, I probably won't like rush out to pick it up. But I mean, if I see it on sale somewhere, I might, I might, I might think to pick it up. You know, I don't, I don't have a lot of games about uh, cave people. I got Ugtect. I mean, I mean, tech is great. You should try Ugtect. You know, once you know, I don't think you can play Ugtect. that six feet away from somebody. But you know, you can always. Just uh, attach it to a hockey stick or something and uh, really, really ramp it up to the next level of danger uh, if you want to. Um, so yeah, for me, I, I'd say recommend uh, picking up, or sorry, I would recommend, you know, giving it, it a try on Tabletopia. Just, you know, be aware that the interface is dog shit, so uh, try not to get too frustrated. And uh, yeah, if I had it, I would keep it, and uh, I might pick it up at some point, but uh, I might see what the rest of you are going to do, because maybe I'll just maybe I'll just play the copy that Adam's probably going to buy uh, Justin.
3: Hey, uh, I, I, I try to stay on the, the same sort of keep or not keep and throw in my own little spice of recommendations. But, uh, f- if I don't own this game, um, though, I feel like I've played it more than once and it, it's a game that I wouldn't rush out to buy. I, I, I really love that narrative kind of experience that's in there and it's a fun co-op game, and it is, uh, it's quite difficult. Like, you really need to kind of focus on survival in order to keep going to, to paint your majestic cave painting. And I, I like all those points. It just, uh, for me, there's nothing really that, uh, yells, you know, run out and buy me. Um, but if I did own this already, I'd, it's not a game I would ever throw away. So it's, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's what it is. If you like what you kind of have heard and you want sort of an easier to get into co op game where you don't have to worry about people being tired about, you know, zombies or they don't really care about, um, you know, everyone's favorite pandemic or something, this, uh, is very, I think, an accessible game uh, to get into that co-op board gaming uh, lifestyle. Um, so, if that sounds interesting, an easy recommendation, but for me personally, it's not something that I'm going to run out and grab, and uh, that's all right. How about you, Debbie?
2: For me, it's Thank I'm you. on a five-point scale um, uh, because I refuse to go with Adam, and yeah. Good. Yeah, I can't. He needs to come to my scale. That's right. I do not wow. need to go to his. Uh my scale is less convoluted. One through five. And I have mammoths in the background. This is
1: mm-hmm.
2: quality, quality sound. Great audio. Theme music.
1: Yeah, some yes. mammoths that have evolved into French bulldogs.
2: <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I'm sure gee. they fight the same way. I'm sure they make relatively similar noises. Um, okay, sorry. So on a five-point scale, um, I actually give this a five out of five. I think that this is something that can easily wow. be um utilized by a lot of people. I think a lot of um a lot of people would enjoy this game. It's not super hard to to understand. It does take, you know, a little bit to to make sure that you understand what all the little symbols mean and and things like that but i think that it's a really quality uh fun game to play it's um you know not a super saturated um field for the theme i don't think um and the mechanics that are in it are slightly different than anything i've kind of really seen like you guys said there's secrets the dreams the whole idea of how ideas come about um the fact that it's co op and yet you still kind of have to do things a little bit on your own. Um, you know, uh, it's very kind of realistic in the sense that it's like you as a team kind of go out to, um, to work towards a, a common goal. But reality is somebody's going to get hurt. Um, and, you know, I, we had a discussion about being able to share like, um, Oh, like medicinal things, right? To kind of heal your, your players. Only one person can have it. I mean, you're not going to take a big old bite out of that medicinal root, chew on it and spit it in your friend's mouth and hope they get some. You're going to eat it for yourself. Like there's a lot of yeah. realistic pieces to this. That <laughs> <laughs> Jesus that I quite Christ. enjoy. I just, I, that's, that was really funny to me. That whole idea of like, can I share the health with you? Well, I mean. Well, it so heals, it heals three he hearts.
3: Like a baby bird.
1: No, it heals three hearts. So, like, I take a bite, then I give it to you, and you take a
2: bite. <laughs> you know, like, you don't need to eat the whole damn thing, you greedy vulture. I Maybe it's like the size of your thumbnail. Like, you don't know how big it is.
1: It's a root. Like, it's like a big piece <laughs> of ginger, I imagine. I mean, oh, who would really want to take a big bite of you. a piece of ginger? But that's beside the point.
2: I mean... That would be (laughs) health-inducing, I think. I think there's advantages, apparently, to Ginger or something. Exactly. But nonetheless, yes, I believe that this is actually a really good game. I think that there's a lot of utilization that could come out of this. Um, I agree with Thomas. I think that it does have some diminishing returns, but I think it's going to take a bit to get there because of the fact that there are um, so many uh, modules. And when you mix them up it doesn't really matter how many rounds we played. You have an idea of what's on the cards, but you really don't know which one of them you're going to get. I mean, there's normal cards that look like they're going to be all happy, like, and you turn them over and, you know, life sucks. So I, you know, there's enough variety there that you, you don't necessarily um, build a whole lot of expectation. The randomness of your, of your tribe members, keeps it, you know, uh changing because, you know, the more, you know, you're missing a bunch of eyeballs, you need more torches. You know, you're missing the the uh of uh the man this is gonna sound really stupid the not pitchforky guys
1: the, the tools the, the
3: spears
2: dudes no the, the, spear, the spears the thank you the spear guys Perfecting. the hunters yes no the hunting yeah, spears yeah the hunting spears yeah. right so it's like you don't have those. you're gonna have to start you know really working really hard towards something like the um the sharpened rock with the stick. I'm just gonna shut up
1: the axe, the hatchet uh,
2: thank you is okay. So you get the axe, the spear, anything like that. It just depends on what kind of people you have in your group is depending on what kind of things you're going to need to work towards. Different ideas are going to come up. There's a lot of randomness that's going to come up throughout the cards. And so I think you're going to get, a, you know, a fair amount of playthroughs of this before it's going to start to to ta- uh, taper off. Um, I So yeah, I think that in the end, it's I mean, no different than something like uh, Time Stories. I mean, stuff like that. You can only play once. This, at least you can get a couple good plays out of it before you really need to pass it on to anybody else. And I think that it's probably a decent game um, that could make its round through a couple groups of friends, um, you know, sharing it around. So five out of five for me. Um, Adam, how about you? Uh, I like it.
1: I think this game is good. Uh, I'm on a 10-point scale. This one... This one has a lot to love. Uh, I agree. I agree with the diminishing returns part. I think that there's a ton that you can get out of it without dipping into those diminishing returns. Um, this one, uh, well, well, I'm not going to rush out and buy it right away. This is definitely one I'm going to be keeping an eye on. I think that this game is pretty awesome. I'm definitely interested in playing the other two games that were nominated for the Kenner Spiel. Um, I've heard good things about Lost Ruins of Ardak. I haven't heard much about Fantasy Realms, although I'm interested in trying it. Once I play all three games, there is a really, really strong chance that I will pick up one of them. I don't know which one it's going to be because I've only played one right now. But as for my opinions on it, I think this game is really damn fun. I think that there's a lot that it can do I think that it, it lends itself to expansions or add-on content that could add different modules or hopefully a different win condition I think that's what my one gripe uh and it's it's the same as what Thomas had said like the only win condition is fill up this painting make the five squares on the painting before before you get the five um before you get the five skulls so I wouldn't mind seeing something slightly different out of that, but I mean, it is what it is. I, I, I like it to put a number on it. I'm going to give it a, an eight and a half right now. Um, I think that it's, it's really close to a nine for me, but again, the fact that there's only one way, there's only like one wind condition or one way to hit that wind condition. It kind of brings it down a little bit for me. Um, I want to play more of it. I think that, yeah, I think that part of the part of, again, the the displeasure of the game is not really with the game itself, but it's more with Tabletopia and the fact that their their UI is quite poor. Uh, I would love to see this get an official mod on Tabletop Sim, and I would definitely play it there, and I think it'd be a lot of fun. I would love to play it in person. Uh, Oh, yeah. Overall, eight and a half out of ten. I strongly recommend this game as well. I am, again, I'm not going to rush out and pick it up. I'd like to play the other two Kenner Spiel nominees, and then I am probably like 95% going to pick up one of the three of them. So that's, that's me.
0: All right. And, uh, yeah. And so, so you can, you know, stay tuned for that, uh, coming up in the next few weeks, I guess, um, Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I uh, if you uh, if you have any comments for us about how. Wrong we are about paleo or whatever, or probably, hopefully, more like positive things than that. You know, you can uh, send us emails at collapsinggameshelf at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at cgspodcast. Uh, Debbie manages both of those. So, as to not have my feelings hurt, but if you want to hurt my feelings, uh, uh, please, please don't. You can find me on Twitter at Team Rage Tom. Um, and uh, yeah, if you want to help us out, you can like share this around. That'd be great. Um, and yeah, I don't have anything else really. Uh, John Justin, you got anything? Well, hey,
3: if you want to get a hold of me, you can find me on Twitter at don't trust Justin. Uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, let me know what your favorite Stone Age tool was? I'd love to hear about it. What about you, Debbie? Stone Age tool? Yes.
0: Wasn't that wasn't that a band? Tools of the Stone Age. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ Help. Um,
2: I'm a little scared right now uh, So you guys can get me At at Mrs. Wynn That's at M-R-S-W-H-Y-N On Instagram and Twitter uh, Get me on Instagram if you wish to see The mammoths that are I'm sure you might hear uh, Time and time again uh, They won't always be mammoths I'm sure I'll somehow tie them into the game we're playing Um yeah. And like Thomas said, you guys can get us as a group on, uh, Twitter at CGS podcast. We love to hear from you guys. We'd like to hear what you like, what you don't like. If there's anything you think we should try, let us know. We'll do what we can to get it out there. Uh, we do have one game, um, on the docket that we, uh, that was requested and, um, yeah, we're going to get that sucker out soon. We'll see how we can do it. We're going to, uh, kind of play with an idea of, uh, you know, dual date night, boys' night, girls' night. No, wait, date night and boys' night, <laughs> boys' night, girls' night. Wait a second. Uh, yeah. So we have something called Battlecon coming up. We're gonna play that for uh, one of our wonderful listeners. So thank you for that suggestion. Um and. Yeah, that's all I got. Give us a shout. We love to hear from you. Adam, how about you?
1: Guys, if you're trying to get a hold of me, um, I am on social media at ForTheWin, F-O-R-T-H-E-W-H-Y-N. I'm also on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Win, same spelling. Uh, on Twitch, we are, I have no idea how long uh, Solasta, Crown of the Magister is. It's based on the Dungeons and Dragons 5e rule set. It's been really fun so far, although I do have a couple personal opinions about it. Uh, you can come into my stream and ask me about them. They just go a little hard on a couple rules that I think are a little interesting. Uh, on top of that, I've actually received a couple promotional streams, some sponsored streams that uh, have come across my, my way. For um, So I am doing the odd promotional bit. So... Usually when I get a promotional stream, I get a couple game keys to give away. So come check it out and you can possibly win a copy of some new games that are coming out. Uh, Twitch.tv slash for the win.
0: Yay. All right. Cool. 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 Uh, thank you again so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you have a great rest of your day and we will be back at next with something fun. Thanks again. Bye. Bye. Bye.